to linger here like this Hold your hand and steal a kiss or two On the front porch with you Hello and welcome to On the Front Porch with us, your regular Disney podcast. I'm Tony Pascal. I'm Josh Whitehead, and thanks so much for joining us once again. We are here in lovely Sunnydale, California. Oh my gosh. (laughs) With our good friend, the Buffinator. Hey Buffy, how's it going? Oh, it's great. It's going well. You know know how often they, they hang out at the school on like random Saturdays and hang out at the library, and there's, like, nobody else at the library, because if they were, there were, they'd, like, see the weapons and stuff. Like, that's always weird to me. But here yeah. I am on a Saturday hanging out at the school, uh, recording a podcast, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, this, uh, prior to Contrary Belief, this is not a show about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but it is a show about Disney movies, two grown men talking about Disney movies. We, this week... We're very happy to be doing uh, a pretty great one. It is our one-year anniversary of doing this Woo! podcast. One year ago, Tony, we started doing this podcast. That's crazy to me. It is. It has been quite a journey involving many Disney movies. Many, many Disney movies. This week, we are watching an extremely goofy movie because our first one was a goofy movie. And we also are going back to the old style. We're going. We're, we're jumping back. We're going to do a Disney short. Just to start us off, you know, and we're going to do the 1952 Disney short about Goofy, Teachers Are People. Teachers Are People, too. (laughs) It's a a pretty great one. I will put a link to it in the the episode description, or rather Tony will, and hopefully you'll be able to find it. It's on YouTube. It's really easy to find. Just look up Teachers Are People. We will be getting to that shortly. But first, Tony, we have been doing this for a year. What has been your favorite part about doing this podcast so far so this is gonna sound sappy but it's been really nice like just honestly having a time to like every couple weeks every couple maybe every week sometimes like coming together with my brother and some of my best friends and like talking about disney movies like it just like is fun for me uh and going deep into the show so that's really interviews and talking about talking hanging out with you yeah it's just so nice. That's really sweet, getting to hang out with your brother. My favorite part yeah. has been the fame and fortune. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're now millionaires who yeah, are, media moguls. Are, are wealthy uh, yeah. from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> media that moguls. It's definitely been my favorite part is the, the being rich and famous part. Yeah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know how it is. I, I, th- I think it's great that we've been hanging out via phone, <laughs> but I definitely appreciate that part more. Let's get to this short yes so we watched it was it, again it was 1952 goofy's teachers are people what what did, what are your thoughts on this short tony okay so this is like this is really funny and there's a lot to this that i like <laughs> i think i was watching this and i was like oh god so i actually remember <laughs> watching it a lot um <laughs> like before becoming a teacher and i was like ha 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 ha, ha. these things are funny because kids are like mean or whatever and like <laughs> now <laughs> some of that stuff is like traumatizing <laughs> i was like oh god <laughs> it reminds me of my first year teaching <laughs> yeah goofy is just like perpetually a first year teacher who's always struggling <laughs> yeah i will say i think even like the first line of it was hilarious to me the very first line of the the 
short was more and more in today's world, education is playing an important part of the learning of children. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, I love I love the like uh, the the voiceover guy. He is the best part because no, he's like I. Every time we did shorts before, I always say like the the how to shorts, the goofy how to shorts are my favorites. I love these things. It's just like it's fun the juxtaposition between like like the ridiculous ridiculousness <laughs> of like what's actually happening versus like what these videos are supposed <laughs> the, uh, to say. The voiceover like, guy. It's so good. Like the yeah. uh, the the commentary is so funny. Uh, yeah, on that. it's pretty great. We start off with the line: "Students are eager for learning," and she's like pushing him out the door. <laughs> <laughs> they like destroy the, the like the fence on the way to school. It says, "Childish energy lets nothing stand in its way." <laughs> <laughs> Just break through this fence. <laughs> nothing can stand in my way. Oh my gosh! I taught fifth grade one day. I substitute for, substitute for fifth grade. It was the worst day of my life. Giving middle schoolers any time. <laughs> They're too uh, little. <laughs> I think uh, honestly, I didn't pay much attention to the movie. I was like cringing in fear through the entire thing. They, these kids, that, like the moral of the story is that kids are the worst. If you're a child, by the way, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't be listening anyway. This is an adult po- comedy podcast, and you shouldn't be listening to this. But are we allowed to say fuck now? We're allowed to say fuck now. Cool, uh, cool, cool. But if you are a child and you're listening, then I'm assuming that you suck because this short tells me that all children suck. <laughs> so the kids they, are so crazy. The they're dogs, terrifying. The dogs were crying for them to leave uh, because the dogs love children. But the kids were like tearing things up in the classroom, and throwing they, like, books, bringing like guns and grenades and shit. <laughs> And he's wearing like umpire clothes because he's a he's a well equipped teacher. He's got a mirror in his pocket so he can always see what's behind him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fucking terrifying. Yeah, the grenade was crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just also want to question uh, some of Goofy's teaching methods. I know the fifties were a different time and all, uh, but his homework was bring me an apple. Everyone, bring me an apple. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, it, maybe he's not the best teacher. That might be part of this. It is. Uh, <laughs> students, students behave well when they are given uh, content that is interesting to do. Yeah. Take that. So there, there's like a whole, whole little plot here going on with George, little George. George is um, like the, the every teacher's nightmare, George. The, the troublemaker bringing grenades and trying to sneak out the window to go fishing. Anyway, he's a terrible kid. He ends up bombing the school. And that's the end of the short. No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) This is the most important part. The school building exploded. He bombed the school. He's still grading papers. That's real life. (laughs) The the end of it is like, don't forget about discipline. And the kid, uh, George, is like writing on the chalkboard over and over again. I will not bomb the school again. Yeah, see, Gooby hasn't given up on George. Gooby's still trying to help George be a better person. Uh, so, yeah, not bombing the school again. <laughs> but he's still grading papers. Rubble is falling down around his ears, and he is grading papers. <laughs> <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> so that's that short. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, you can just find it on YouTube. 
We watched an extremely goofy movie to celebrate our one-year anniversary. I have some trivia for you, Tony. Cool. So the first thing is that, as I said, this movie came out in 2000, and it was directed by Douglas McCarthy. The first trivia note that I have for you is that the poem that the professor is reciting in class before Goofy barges in is Panthea by Oscar Wilde, published in 1881, so that's pretty cool. Jenna Von Oy is the only cast member that didn't return from a Goofy movie. She played Roxanne and Stacy. All the others, Bill Farmer, Jason Marsden, Jim Cummings, Rob Paulson, and Polly Shore. Each Jim rookies. Cummings! Yeah, Jim Cummings is in it, so that's great. And Polly Shore. Gotta love Polly Shore in this movie. Uh, <laughs> and I loved him in the first one, too, so it tracks. Featured prominently, ESPN is owned by Disney naturally yep. during the breakfast scene before max leaves for college there is a teapot on the table that resembles mrs potts and that is all the trivia that i have not a lot i like it yeah i i mean i want to get straight to it tony i think this is gonna be a lot of fun and as Let's a reward for myself i'm going to enjoy a starburst while you take the lead okay, okay. um so we're gonna watch <clears throat> this movie everybody and uh, i'm gonna put on my best josh face and i'm gonna say pause Tony. Tony, they and can't. And we're back. No, they can't pause for that long, Tony. <laughs> yes, you can. No, they can't. <laughs> they need to watch the whole movie. Tony, they had time to watch the movie. And if they didn't, then it's okay. And I understand. I'm having another Starburst, though. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. So, we're going to talk about this movie mm-hmm. and all the things that I liked about it. Oh. Um, I actually will go ahead and tell you, I was nervous to watch this movie. I like I hadn't I don't remember it very well. I hadn't seen it in like probably I've only really remember seeing it once and I didn't remember anything about it and I was like nervous to see it cuz I like I remembered I didn't like it as much as the original Goofy movie, but I still like it a lot. It was really good. Yeah. I was surprised. I remember enjoying this one a lot. I was still pretty young at the time, so that was probably part of it. Plus I really really liked Max as you will know from the first episode. I remember getting really into this one though because of I, I i don't know if it was the disco thing what it was but they advertised it really well which is a bit surprising because it's a disney sequel and they don't generally advertise well this turned out really well this like i was super surprised i thought it, i was like disney sequel uh why are we even <laughs> doing this people aren't going to take us seriously anymore we're going to lose all of our fans disney sequel who are we <laughs> Well, I think because this one went so well, we might do a couple other ones. Like like the Aladdin (laughs) ones. Okay. (laughs) So we have this really great intro of Goofy banging the the traditional Goofy gong, as is the case with every other Goofy thing ever. That's something that, you know, it's canon. You gotta gotta do that. Yeah. Which is total sarcasm. We have never seen this before, and I don't understand why it's important now. I have no idea. <laughs> There's probably like a couple shorts where it happened. Sure. I have no idea. What I do know is that the first actual scene, I relate to Goofy so much. As I said a year ago, I relate most to Goofy out of all of the characters of all time because it, he just fails so hard <laughs> at mundane things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he's incredibly clumsy. He's incredibly clumsy. They, like, spend, like, three minutes on the action scene, which is him using tape to put up a 
happy go to college day or whatever. Well, this this sign. part really reminded me of a uh, one of the shorts. Like it, it, it reminded me of a short. Him him like failing at using tape and causing Pete to go down too. And it was like it, it was kind of a throwback. I think. Yeah, they do that a lot in this movie because they they also do that uh, during the race scene at the end when Goofy becomes like. Real, like like when he's racing over the the humps and he's going like getting really tall, really short. It yeah. like looks like a 1930s like cartoon. It looks really, it's really cool. There might actually be one I think that is a triathlon. I think there is a triathlon one where that happens. We have to look. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I think that there was a lot of moments like that in this movie. A lot of like throwbacks to 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 old Goofy. The the really funny thing in this scene is that Max and his friends are stereotypical freshmen about to leave for college. They're like, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to get out there and we're going to make a difference. And we are going to go to college. No more parents. And we're going to win the X Games. Yeah, we're going to be three freshmen winning the X Games, the college X Games. We're going to be so good at things. We're going to be a ticket to the top of college or something like that. They said something like that at one point. I was like, the top of college? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? So there's this like, how are you going to win college? I just don't know. <laughs> no, it's not definitely not a degree. It's the X Games. Uh, <laughs> so there's this like great moment of, of Goofy reminding them of how to, to keep your eye on the target and really really buckle down and stay focused on college. And he uses the horseshoe as a way to do that. And they're like, oh, God, the old horseshoe lecture. And by the time he's done, he does get the ringer. He's, like, surprisingly good at horseshoes. But they aren't concerned with it anymore because they lost focus. They lack discipline. (laughs) Which is a nice moment. (laughs) Yeah. And Goofy, he pulls Max aside and is like, if you really focus, if you buckle down, life will be your clam. Oyster Dad? No, no. No, thanks. We're about to have hot dogs. <laughs> it's good. There's a lot of good moments. That's funny. Um, so uh, we, we go to college, and it's immediate that they're popular. They, they, they're skating and, and skateboarding together, and they're immediately popular. Everybody's like, whoa, those guys are freshmen, and they're skating down the street. Whoa! So I remember distinctly talking about this on the first episode, but I'm going to say it again. I thought I one time like revolved my life around a person that I saw skating on a college campus so, <laughs> and like modeled my life after this person. So one time I was walking through like I was walking through the tunnel at my college campus and a kid skateboarded past me while playing the ukulele. And I said to myself, I'm going to be like that person one day. And now I know how to play the ukulele. Just so I just got to learn how to skateboard. One one very dangerous and difficult step away. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty incredible. I, I don't know who that is, but I would love to be like them one day as well. <laughs> I, and I, I'm two steps away. I, I'm only two steps away from getting there. <laughs> so, but it makes sense, you know? <laughs> It so, makes sense why he's so popular. Yeah, <laughs> the, he's a popular guy. What can I say? The okay, kid, can we talk about before he goes though? Before he goes to college, he just like ditches his dad. Like, dad is cooking breakfast. Dude just jumps in the car, runs past him, is like, "Peace, see you at Christmas." It's like, whoa, 
<laughs> yeah, he's just done. He doesn't want anything to do with uh, his dad anymore. He's like, I, I'm out of here. Thanks for everything, Dad. I, I get it. He was eager, eager to get out. I was eager to get out of my hometown, but that doesn't mean I was just going to be like, to Mom. I was just going to be like, thanks, fuck you, I'm out. If, <laughs> Didn't even say goodbye. No. He's like, we're going to pick up donuts on the way. And Goofy's like, don't forget your milk. Yeah, milk goes great with donuts. <laughs> so they get to college. They're, they're doing the, the awesome skating down the street, and it makes them popular. They end up at a coffee shop because this is 2005. and uh, Well, it's 2000, but yeah. Yeah, whatever, 2000. And, and friends. Bradley Uppercrust <laughs> the third. Yes. They, they go down. And there's this poet slam poetry going on. It's like an underground slam poetry coffee shop. Very college. <laughs> they, they're, they're getting into an argument with Bradley Uppercust III, where Bradley wants Max to join the Gammas, and, but doesn't want the other friends, even though Polly Shore has a bunch of spoons in his ears and belly button. <laughs> so... I don't know what his name is, but I'm, I'm going with Polly Shore. He's Bobby! <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I think it's Bob Polly Shore. Okay. Um, so, so the Gammas are like this, like, always winning team at X Games. Yeah. They are, and they're, like, rigid. They're, they're like, very well disciplined. And they're very focused on the X Games and not on college. And they also do really weird bullying shit, like knock people upside down and like okay this scene is one of like the best scenes of my life <laughs> if i was a, a 13 year old i would have like dreamed of this day you'd have been like whoa I'm not, saying, <laughs> I'm not saying i ever got bullied in, in school but if i had <laughs> That's, if, if you could defeat a, a bully with a bunch of people snapping wouldn't you just a bunch of poets snapping at him uh, uh, oh it was so good slam poetry like, and snapping out that's how you do it. That is the way to defeat your bullies. Slam poetry and snapping. The girl is so cool, and I'm actually really frustrated with this. She doesn't have a name. No, she. I, like in I, the, I looked in at, the credits, she's beret girl. Yeah, she's just beret girl in coffee shop. Uh, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, which is sad because she's like probably the coolest character in this movie. She's so cool. <laughs> she's such a good new character. Probably the best new character. I definitely agree that she's the best new character. Yeah. She's uh, a really cool character. She's really interesting. And she she has a thing for PJ. Like, pretty cool thing going on here. Anyway, yeah, they defeat the bullies by snapping, as is the case with bullies. And they leave. Wait, 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 Josh. Children can listen now for the next ten seconds. Okay. Children, if anybody's ever bullying you, get your friends, who are also poets, yeah. to snap at them. You gotta be wearing white gloves and berets, though. Yep. That, the end. The end. Go away now, children. Okay. So continue, uh, Josh. I also, before we move out of this coffee shop, this underground slam poetry coffee shop, I do want to say that th this great comeback by Tank. He's like, "What are you guys gonna win? The loser contest?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, really? Couldn't have thought of anything better. Tank. Oh, Tank. Oh, Tank. <laughs> Also, did you notice that one of Bradley's goons is just Bigfoot that's shaved? Oh, really? Yeah, he's just no. Bigfoot. And, like, even when he comes to, to get Goofy out of the library at one point and, like, drags him out, and his wrists 
have un- been unshaved. His, just his wrists have like little cuffs of hair. Oh my gosh! No, I didn't know. It is. It is Bigfoot, I, and he okay, never says a word. Now that you said it, I remember thinking that character looks super familiar. It's because he's Bigfoot. Bigfoot went to college and is super good at skating. (laughs) (laughs) The story of my life. Yeah. (laughs) Except without the skating. So they are, uh, they're doing college stuff. They're, They're going to class. They're being popular. And what is this? This horrifying toy story. Toy factory. It's the worst. It's so scary. Goofy, get out of there. Get out of there. Get out of it's such a terrifying toy factory. <laughs> this this uh and, and the what's worse, you would think that the owner of a toy factory would be like a chipper person that's like, Yeah, I'm just happy to be making toys for kids. No, it's like this terrifying like vampire man that <laughs> old so scary. He's so terrifying. And he's got that like that pointy cane. Oh, no, it's definitely where vampires live. I and, agree. Yeah, it's it's that is that is prime vampire territory. <laughs> <laughs> and so Goofy is a sad toy maker who makes sad toys. Yep. And surprisingly bad at his job. Who would have thunk? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like wondering how many times did he blow up the toy factory before he got fired? Because the guy was like, I've warned you about this. You know, we can't <laughs> keep doing this, Goofy. <laughs> Why do you think it's so dark in here? You blew out all the lights. <laughs> <laughs> no, the lights were definitely never on because they wanted to look dark and scary for their vampire friends. Right. They, they have to. And that's why all the other workers are sad, too, because they're just l- losing blood every day. God, yeah. Yeah. They have to. They have to donate blood daily in order to work there. Yeah, they, they've got like a, a one in one out kind of thing going on. Anyway, he goes to the unemployment office, and he has this awesome person working there. This awesome lady. She's like, "So what do we have to do? What is get my college degree? Ding ding ding! You gotta go back college to college, degree. honey." And so Goofy just like. The next scene is Gooby just busting into, <laughs> into Max's college class while he's reading his poem, while the lecturer's reading the poem, and he just walks in, he's like, I'm at class, bitches! <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> Time for school! <laughs> it's like, Goofy! I'm no fool, I'm here to learn! <laughs> I got a yearning for some learning. It's like, Goofy... <laughs> I know it's been a long time, but classes weren't like that even in the 70s. You couldn't just barge <laughs> in. That No wonder you didn't graduate. Like, okay, but here's the thing. He was a teacher at the at a class that was a school that was like that. And that's just like the way students introduce themselves at that school. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But like, I, God, it's terrifying. Like that. No, no way. No way did college used to be in the 70s. Like, hey, everybody. I know class has already started, but it's me! All eyes nope. over here! Nope, it was his teaching job in the 50s that really confused him. Yeah, in 1952. <laughs> so, <laughs> he he sits down next to Max. Everybody's laughing. Ha ha ha, Max is such a loser. His dad's here. And... Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. And I'm not sure what even, what class this is. I, I have no idea. Because... It's the same teacher, right, that teaches, like, math and philosophy and, like... And psychology and, like, world history. I don't... I don't understand what's going on in this class. 
But but also they're like freshmen and seniors no, in the same that class. No, that was my thing. I wrote that down. They have all the same classes together. Because when they're doing homework together in the library, Goofy's like, well, now we can finish up this and we'll get on to trigger, uh, trigger uh, math. And it's like, how are you guys in the same classes? Shouldn't Goofy be taking senior courses? I don't know, man. Goofy graduates, so yes. Maybe Goofy started at sophomore courses. Maybe. That doesn't make any sense to me. It, it doesn't. It's not, me- it's not meant to. It's meant to make the story work. Yeah, I guess. That they have to be in classes uh, but together. Like, so the, the Max's friends and roommates are like, like nervous. And, and Max stands up for his dad here. He's like, no, he's, we like set some rules. You know, like, be cool. My dad like lost his job, so he's got to come to college. It's like, chill out, guys. He likes standing up for his dad. He's got his life. I've got mine. And then, like, weirdly, like, the room, like, echoes. I didn't understand that I didn't, part. I didn't get strange. this. It was just a really odd moment of, like, I've got He's my got life. his life. I've got my life. My I've life. My life. I've got my life. And everybody, like, looks around the room like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I guess it's, like, a really heavy-handed, like, jokey way of foreshadowing. But it was, like, also just felt, felt super weird. <laughs> yeah, like, it just came out of nowhere. I don't understand. So... There's this they, – they go to the library, and they they do not have separate lives. They don't at no. all have separate lives. They're Not great parenting. No. He is smothering that kid. They have all the same classes together, and they're doing homework in the library. And PJ has sent Max a letter via airplane that says – Which is what you would do before telephones. Yeah, before texting. Hey, come <laughs> come over here. Leave there and come <laughs> over here. And Gooby's like, "Hold up! Now you can't go nowhere. We got math to do." And nineteen-year-old son, <laughs> and Max is like, "Okay, well, actually, we need to get you a, a library card because the librarian is attractive." They go get a library card, and Miss uh, Miss Marple is Sylvia. insane. She's super crazy. That's. That's, I love Sylvia. She's so crazy. He expects students to treat the Dewey Decimal System with respect. With the respect <laughs> that it deserves. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. And Goofy's like, is that a mood ring that you're wearing from the 70s? You remember the 70s? And she's like, oh my god, I remember the 70s. I love 70s. Do I? Uh. <laughs> I have this Gilligan's Island paraphernalia. Uh, I practice disco in my basement every day. Do you remember? Do you remember all those '70s shows like Gilligan's Island? Yes, I do. I so do. That's great. Remember that episode about that Gilligan's Island where they made something out of sand or, or dirt or something? And coconuts? Yes, I do. Do you want to dance now? And it's like they do a really weird dance. I don't. <laughs> oh God. But Goofy is groovy and got a date. Oh man. And so he. This is re- this is really funny. At this point, Goofy is like super weird and lame, but very soon he's going to be very popular because he embraces himself for who he is. Yeah, yeah, it is uh... because also he's like ridiculous at skating. Somehow he like just <laughs> he does like parachute <laughs> pants skating. Yeah, he he <laughs> it's unusually good at skating. Imagine though, imagine that. This is like him being good at things is on accident. It, but what if Max is the same way? He's good at things on accident, but he actually like channels his energy into being good at this one thing. It's like Max does that thing with the skateboard where he like he like sits the skateboard on the on the rim and like stands up, does a handstand with one hand on the skateboard. Yeah. I don't feel like that's like accidental. No, that's like uh, I like that's it, like 
I guess my point is, Still. imagine imagine if Goofy focused his energy into being good at one thing. Mm. Like, he's good at dancing. We find out he's good at disco dancing. He's fucking great at dancing. <laughs> so, like, imagine, imagine, like, that's why Max tries really hard to not be that way. To not be, like, unintentionally good at things via clumsiness. But Goofy isn't really, like, noticing that he's doing these things. Imagine if he noticed and was, like, actively trying to be good at things. I don't know. I think what you're saying is that we all have unlocked potential inside of us, and we can all learn how to skateboard while playing the ukulele. I think that is the exact thing I'm getting to. (laughs) Yeah. That's deep, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. We all have that ukulele playing skateboarder inside of us. His name is Chad. God, everybody in college is named Chad. <laughs> Chad. Oh, Chad. So, <laughs> the when, oh, I forgot this. This is one thing I wrote down because I thought it was funny. It's a uh, it's college. So, there has to be at least one super stoned guy. <laughs> when Goofy comes in, it bursts into the the class, the college class. He like comes down the aisle and high-fives a guy. He's like this really like his eyes are like glazed over and he's got like a goatee. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, man. And he, he like high fives Goofy. <laughs> he does it. Everybody else is laughing and he has no idea what's going on. Hell yeah, high five. <laughs> yeah, high five guy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so they, the, anyway, Goofy's like, hey, I'm like weirdly good at skateboarding. Should I join your team? And he's like, no, no, fuck that. Join the Gammas. And so he does. Yeah. And then it bites him in the ass because Goofy is, by the cheating of the bad guys, Goofy is really, really good at skating. So they they do the first, the qualifying rounds of the X Games, and they have to get at least a 6.0 to move on to the semifinals. And Goofy does super good. He gets like all 10s and a 9 from Germany because Germany didn't enjoy it. And yeah, that's like a joke for like a different crowd. Yeah, that was not <laughs> that was not an ideal joke. But they then then Max goes and because Brad shines a mirror in his eyes, he falls down twice and does the handstand and just barely makes 6.0. But I paused the movie at this point and added them up and averaged them and he didn't he got a 5.8 after average. So he oh, technically maybe there's like a technical, even. Yeah. a technical skill section that gets added. Maybe, but I don't. I don't think so. There isn't the like like Olympics and stuff. Yeah, is there in the real X Games? I don't know. This is the college. X I don't games. know. I don't watch the X Games. I watch the. I watch snowboarding in the Olympics. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. It, it, but by those numbers, he shouldn't have even been in the the. He shouldn't have even qualified. Anyway. Uh, also, why is it just him that makes their, their team qualify? It's super weird. <laughs> yeah, you would think that it's like a combined score between everybody. No, it's just one yeah, person from each like, team. Especially since Bobby's really good at rock climbing and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and you, I guess you put forward your best skateboarder and you go from there. Anyway, so they sort of they, they forget everything else. That we don't have to get to the actual X Games for a while. So they do college stuff. It's a lot of montaging of school and the classes and Max being upset because his dad is better than him. Yeah, this is where, like, the antagonism comes in, right? So, like, Goofy's like, like, he's like, 
there's just not enough room at this school for the both of us. And Go- and and Goofy's like, I was just trying to get close to you. And Mac's like, I'm trying to get away from you. Get your own fucking life. Yeah. And so Goofy is sad. Goofy abandons his girlfriend. Oh, actually, we skipped some stuff here. They they go to the the nightclub and yeah, I noticed we skipped that. <laughs> I thought we we talked about it briefly because Goofy's dancing. He, Goofy's really good at dancing, guys. Yeah, I, I say I, I want to go back to it because there's this awesome moment with Beret Girl with with, uh, with PJ where he's like, she she walks past and Polly Shore is like, hey, in a French French accent, would you like to get a baguette with me? And she's like, "Oh no, the, you're you're too much for me." And then she sits down next to PJ, and he's like, suddenly gets very poetic and insightful. And she's like, "Oh, wise Buddha boy, let's dance." And he's like, "Yeah." So now we see this different side of PJ, and it's awesome because he's a it, he's an impressionable also, freshman. Goofy's really good at dancing. And at this point, Max isn't mad at Goofy because they haven't done the X Games yet. So right. Max is, like, cool with, like, Goofy dancing. He's, like, dancing along with Goofy because he's actually not ashamed of his dad right now. And it was nice. And then there's a cute hand-holding scene between Goofy and Sylvia. We skipped all of that. Yeah, we skipped all of that because it's not important. Anyway, we're back. We're back. The Gammas are cheaters, etc. Okay. Get out of my life, Goofy, Dad. Get out of my fucking life. So, Goofy is in taking his midterms yeah he's struggling to focus it's a it's a theme throughout this movie focus yeah anyway he has this really crazy trippy like dream oh like okay here here we go tony this is this gets into my fan theory okay all right the reason that goofy did not do well in college is that he was secretly a party boy and it was the 70s and he took a ton of lsd and okay. the the other Goofy that he sees, the Goofy calling him into the pages with like the, the rainbow hair, is the LSD version of himself from the past. All right. Yes. And he's like reminding himself that that's what college is for him. And he's sad. And that LSD Goofy is reminding him of the things that he could be doing with his son. I like this. LSD Goofy <laughs> is very interesting. He's like, here's Max. Max <laughs> is your family. You love Max. Max is your bet. We love Max. Then Max becomes a monster and knocks both LSD Goofy and regular Goofy down. And then LSD Goofy joins sides with Monster Max yeah. and put regular Goofy into a white box. And all he hears is a disco recording on repeat of get out of my life get your own life get your own life get your own life and then anyway, the test is over he fails the test <laughs> he ditches sylvia because he's sad just like a really goes, no hold on we, we can't just move on the movie just moves on this is such a weird scene obviously he's losing focus but god this is such an odd thing <laughs> this whole like dream sequence with lsd goofy is just crazy to me and monster max and Monster Max. He's so strong. <laughs> Get your own life. Get your own life. Okay. Get your own so we, we move on. He failed the test and then left. And even though it was midterms, Sylvia had already put up a sign that said, congratulations with grad. Even though it was just a midterm. Yeah. He, he had no, definitely not graduated yet. But he abandoned her there and she's super upset. He goes home and is reminded... By Pete, 
of his focus, where, where his attention needs to be. Yeah, because Pete's like, them learnings for nothing. There's no reason to learn. And then he starts throwing horseshoes. Yeah. And then, and then Goofy's like, oh, yeah, I once told my son that focus is like horseshoes, and I haven't been focused. Ding! And so he goes, and B's a really good focuser. Um, meanwhile, Max is having a sad rain <laughs> scene where he's wearing like a cool 90s like uh, leather jacket. Yeah. yeah. He's like sad rain scene, goes to the Java Bean. And Bobby, I'm going to take us aside to a serious moment for a while. <laughs> Bobby's like, do you ever wonder why we always wear gloves? Josh, you know the answer? I think it's because everything is dirty. Nope. Racism. Racism. Why? Racism. Uh, so a lot of the uh, early cartoons in the 1930s, Mickey, Goofy, and 20s and teens when a lot of these were being written, were based on minstrel shows. Oh. Which were, yeah, white people dressing up like black people and like acting silly and like doing antics, cartoonish a- antics, and they always wore white gloves. Most of that went to the wayside, and but like the white gloves stayed around and are still in our cartoons today. Racism. Yeah. So that's interesting. I didn't know that. But I, I looking back on, I, I took several classes about opera and like minstrel shows and things. That is interesting. I hadn't put that together. Yep. Anyway, so he comes in and he's like, "Give me a cafe mochaccino. Make it a double." Uh, He's very serious. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want a, a frappuccino with extra caramel drizzle. Make it a double. Actually, leave out the coffee. I just want the sugar. I just want the sugar. <laughs> so make it a double sugar. They 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 like reconnect. PJ and and Polly Shore and Bray Girl see Max come in and they're like, "Whoa, Max! It's so good to see you. We haven't seen you in forever." And it's like you've been like walking around in the rain for like an hour. Yeah. What's going on, dude? What's going on, man? Uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm, oh, I'm depressed. My dad is better than me at skateboarding. I'm gonna quit school. <laughs> and Bray Girl's like, No, you can't do that. You're just gonna quit. And Max is like, He's better than me. What do you expect me to do? <laughs> and like within like a minute of pep talk, he's like, You're right. We're gonna be the best skateboarders ever. Let's do it to it. They all put their hands in, and they put the. There's like a song in the background, and Bray's girl like they they run out. Bray's girl's like boys will be boys. Yeah. So that that's a great scene. Pretty odd. Yeah. What's um, going on in that scene? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just a, a nice like let's get it together. We can still do it, even though your dad is better than you at skateboarding. Flash forward to, or no, actually flash sideways, lost style. Over to Goofy in the library trying to win Sylvia back. We have to go back, Sylvia! We have, we have to, go, have to back, go back, Sylvia! <laughs> they, <laughs> they, he's like, please, I was a fool. How many times have we made that joke on this show? So many, so many times. God, I hope people have watched Lost, because otherwise that does not make any sense. Oh, 
Okay, here we go. Yeah. Goofy exercises <laughs> while learning. Yeah. Like Rocky. Yeah. But also good. learning. Because Goofy needs exercise. Goofy knows he's not going to participate in the X Games, so why is he exercising? It's <laughs> not important. He's just trying to get in shape. You get it. Uh, while he's exercising, while he's learning. I don't know. It's really strange. Yeah. But he does get all A's. And yep. he's Rocky. And it's great. Yeah. He's just super good at stuff. Good montage there. We move on. He tells the the Gammas, sorry, guys, I can't be a Gamma anymore. And they're like, nobody tells the Gammas they can't do Gamma stuff anymore. And he's like, well, I, sorry, guys, like, I, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. And they're like, no, you're going to compete with us anyway. And I'm, he's like, no, like, I, I'm not. I'm sure not. You can't just, like, make me compete. And they're like, well, nobody leaves us, so you're out of here. It's really dumb. <laughs> it's like, well, I want to no, point out here. This is something that ha I've been wanting to say the whole time. The Gammas have won for five years in a row, which means that they're all six-year students at this college. <laughs> <laughs> We've been winners since the beginning. <laughs> and they're really proud of that. Yeah. It's because they, they just don't go to class. They're just like... They just, like, do X Games, and that's yeah. their whole reason for existence. Yeah. It's not like the... Man, it's not like the students who are, like, working on the side to, like, pay for college and needs more time. It's like, it's like we can just be here and, like, be good at, like, running this campus or whatever. Yeah. And also we have Bigfoot <laughs> on our side, so it's it's cool. <laughs> so they, they, it's time for X Games now. That, but first, oh, Goofy oh, has to Goofy see them. Goofy quits, but he goes back inside and he hears a chant of cheat, cheat, cheating, cheat, cheating, cheat. cheating. It's time for us to cheat now. We're going to cheat. We are going to go cheat now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no one's listening, but we're going to cheat. So they cheat, and Goofy goes to tell Max, hey, gu hey, guess what? They're cheating. And Max is like, I don't need your help, Dad. Uh, I know you're just like a spy sent here by the, the Gammas. Yeah, why would you? T it, it's You're telling me that they're cheating. <laughs> Obviously a trap. <laughs> Max, Max, watch out. <laughs> Max, watch out. So... Goofy's like, well, good luck, I guess. I, I'll leave. <laughs> uh, so it's time for the X Games. They do the X Games. They cheat a bunch. and But they get to the finals, and it's Team 99, which apparently is their team. Who would have known? And then the Gamas. Yeah. So th they, get to the, they get to the finals, and they're just cheating really bad. I'm just, like, wondering the whole time, like, how is nobody noticing these, like, obvious cheats? Like, somebody is, like, standing with a bow and arrow right outside the, the like, freaking course, <laughs> like, shooting bow and arrows. Does nobody or, notice like, the bombs a guy, like, or, like explodes? rockets? Yeah. It's not weird. He just, like, flew off. It's cool. What? There's all kinds of marbles in the middle of the street? How did that happen? Whoa. That can't be connected to this race in any way. Okay. Yeah. Especially because, <laughs> um, anyway. like, the, the, the announcer has, like, an eye on everything. He's announcing when there's marbles on the track. It's like... Yeah, no, he, it's like, it's not like those things aren't being noticed. They're just, like, not being, like, cared about. They don't about. care. Yeah. <laughs> the College X Games are just very lackadaisical. They, they just... <laughs> they, they're like, whatever, it's college kids. They'll, they'll if you can survive. get away with cheating, then, you know, <laughs> cool. Yeah, whatever. So okay. <laughs> they do some they do some cheating. They get to the finals and PJ blows up and he's dead. Yeah, we never see PJ <laughs> we never again. We never see PJ again. PJ's dead. 
So uh, they blow PJ up, and they're like, "Well, I guess you don't have a third player anymore." <laughs> so, well, he, he's right. You're disqualified now unless you can get a, another player in a minute and a half. And and Max is like, he literally just blew him up. <laughs> my blew friend my is friend. dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, Dad, can you help? I need another player. We'll, we'll mourn the death of my friend in just a moment after this triathlon is over. And Goofy's like, yeah, I'll be there in just a second. And he blows himself up onto the stage right in time. <laughs> like flies into the, from the sky and like goes in through the stage. He quickly puts on skates and they go. Yeah. Uh, so... The race is the same. It's lots of cheating. Whatever. We're going to move past that because it's not all that interesting. No. But Goofy, <laughs> at one point, so, like, at one point, Goofy and Bradley Uppercrust Third are, like, sitting back. And Bradley Uppercrust Third like, does something to hurt. He's like, if I can't win this race, nobody can win. And so he, like, he presses a button and, and Max and Tank get, like, pushed into a... Uh, like, into the X Games, like, thing. The frame. And it yeah. starts burning down. And Goofy kills him. <laughs> he throws a horseshoe at his head <laughs> with full force. Yeah. Uh, and Bradley Uppercrust Third gets a concussion, but continues to, to go towards the finish line, even though there's a giant yep. fallen X in the middle of it. A yep. burning X. Fire, smoke, death. Yeah. All around. Everywhere. Goofy, Max saves Tank. Goofy hangs out with Max and Tank. They all get on one skateboard, and and Max is still keeping up with Bradley Uppercrust the third, which makes me wonder: is he really that good at this game? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Uh, so <laughs> so they jump off, and Max like easily overtakes him, and wins the race. Yeah. And he and then he yucks. He goes. <laughs> and then Tank is like, "You tried to murder me. It's time for me to murder you." And he does. He kills Brad <laughs> he kills and the Brad. people in the blimp. He kills them all. He Gosh. kills them all with one foul <laughs> swoop on camera. <laughs> They're all dead now. Yep. That's it. And then... So many people die. <laughs> There's a ton Gosh. of people die. Here's my question. Did more people die in this one or did more people die in the first one? I oh. think in the first one more people died because like people only died in this one towards the end of the movie and people were dying the whole movie in the first Goofy movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Uh, yeah, I would probably say probably more died in the first one. How many people were on that blimp, though? That's really uh, <laughs> That's a good point. There had, to, <laughs> there had to be at least a few up there. <laughs> anyway, so a couple of people die. It's the end of the X Games. Max gets the trophy, not his teammates. And PJ's dead, so the only person he had to fight for it with was, uh, was Pauly Shore. And so... <laughs> there, we we move over to the end, and it's it's graduation day, and Goofy has graduated, and Max is like, "You want to come eat some za?" And Goofy's like, "No, I've got a hot date, and I got my own fucking life." And PJ's and ghost is up. there, and he's like, <laughs> "But we have pizza, Goofy." <laughs> <laughs> and then Polly Shore's like, "It's double cheese." Because I, I can't I can't help but think that that Polly Shore is a vegetarian in this movie or in every goofy movie because all he does is eat cheese. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know. 
Anyway. He just loves cheese. <laughs> he loves cheese. Anyway. Goofy, like, pretends to have a job on campus. It's funny. And Max is like, wait. Wait, what? No? What? What? <laughs> and he's like, I'm just kidding. It's like, time for me to go now. JK, see you at Christmas. And he, like, throws his hat in the air. And they drive off into the sunset. And I'm like, Goofy can drive much better now than the first movie. Yeah. He's, like, good at driving now. And he yeah. sails away into the sunset with Sylvia. <laughs> Max is, like, talking, uh, still talking. And he's like, oh, I get it now. He lost focus, just like I did. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's a this good... is a great moral of the story. I wish it's, like, weird that I'm talking to myself, but it's really that I'm talking to the people who are watching me. Yeah. It's good. So, that's the end of the movie. I hope you enjoyed it. There's some, like, it. dance scenes while the credits roll. Yeah, a lot of dancing. It's, it's pretty cute. great. The beret girl has the best dance, as you would expect, but she doesn't have a name, so whatever. Yeah, beret girl. We should name her. Let's name the beret girl. Oh, God, what's a good name for her? Eloise. Alright, we'll think about it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop it and get back to you. So that's the end of maybe the movie. We should call the, maybe we should call the person who plays her and ask her what her name should be. Let, yeah, let me let me get... I, I will, I'll give her a, a ring really fast. Bing! Bing! I don't know why my, my ringtone sounds like this. Bing! Hold on, Tony, I gotta uh-huh. take this. This is her, actually. Oh. Oh, hey, yeah. yeah okay, okay. Yeah, your name is Eloise because huh. that's a great name for you. Oh, oh, great. Yeah, no, we can do coffee sometime. Sure. I mean, we. I'm, I am a media mogul, as you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, that sounds great. We'll do lunch. Okay. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, she, well, she said she said her name was Eloise because that's a great name. Okay. I don't know if you heard cool. that. Were, were you part of that conversation? Did, did that get on the podcast? Oh, I don't eavesdrop. Okay. Well, yeah, she said her name was Eloise because that's a great name for her. But, yeah, that was uh, uh, just a, a little... No, nothing there. Just uh, getting to get coffee with her and lunch. So this is the end of the movie, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. it I, man, this was fun. I do want to say here at the end of this episode... That one year later, it has been a great run so far, and we are very happy to be doing this show. It's uh, it's a big part of what keeps me sane from uh, from all the other stuff that I'm doing. This is uh, a good use of my time, and I really like doing it, and I really like the opportunity to do it with my brother. And we appreciate everybody listening and all the positive feedback that we've gotten from everybody. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll learn how to record this year. That's my uh, that's my <laughs> second anniversary resolution. Okay, that's great. I learned. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Front Porch Disney. You can find me on Twitter at Front Porch Josh. I am also on Twitter, and you can find me there using the at Front Porch Tony buttons on your keyboard. <laughs> I must say, Tony, you are a wizard at Twitter technology. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. You can also find... I will make a tweet between now and when this episode comes out. Okay. I believe you. I will hold that to you. See if you can. We also have our friend Yauza, who is sometimes on this show. He does a a little thing called Yauza's Log. Not on this one, though, because he made a play for our our power position here on the porch last week, and we decided to, to sort of starve him out this week. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) nonetheless you can find him on twitter at ctyauza we also have our hashtag front porch talks 
use that hashtag to reach out to us with anything that we missed, anything we didn't talk about, any other thoughts that you have on the episodes, or even some episodes that you would like us to do in the future. Lastly, we've got our shorts episode coming up in a few weeks, two weeks after this episode Let's tell airs. Them the shorts. What shorts are we watching? I don't know which one you're watching. We're watching the one about, I don't remember what it's called, but it's the one where all the people are robots and they like... The one guy gets naked and jumps in the ocean. They're not really robots. They just, like, act robotically. Oh, 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 oh. You're watching something about feelings. The one about feelings that comes before Moana. Yeah, the heart and mind are, like, fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yowza is going to be joined by Beardy and Jack. They did one called uh, The Lonely Ghost. And I'm going to be joined by Connor Davis doing Piper. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then... The week after that, or two weeks after that, is our finale. And that one is going to be Beauty and the Beast. We're going to be joined by Heidi Yao. That one's going to be a lot of fun. That's our season two finale. But don't worry. We're coming back for a season three. We've been renewed by, let's say, ABC. We've been renewed by ABC for a third season. Yeah, so start sending us your your episode suggestions for season three. Yeah. Because we'll be recording a lot in the summer. Yeah, we absolutely will. So if you have any ideas for what you want us to do for season three, start getting those into us now. And don't forget to use the hashtag Front Porch Talks. I'm also going to be on a few shows here coming up in the near future. I'm going to be on a show called Guess What You're Gonna Hate. And that one was a lot of fun. We just got done recording that one. It is The episode should already be out. We talked about Sky High, and the 2005 Disney Channel original movie. So go check that out. I'm also going to be on a show called Amateur Detective Club. That's coming up here in the future. We're going to be talking about Great Mouse Detective. And then lastly, I'm going to be on a show called Lunchroom Poll. And we are going to be talking about Disney scores, movie scores, music. And that's going to be a lot of fun as well. So make sure to check those out. They should be coming out soon. Tony, sing us out. Dance Boogie Wonderland. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you. Hold your hand and steal a kiss or two on the front porch with you. What does a movie starring Britney Spears, a slasher film centered around Christmas, and a movie where Mandy Moore gets naked and goes into a gross river have in common? They were all made in the 2000s. Guess What You're Gonna Hate is a podcast where I make my friend Janine watch the worst movies of the 2000s and laugh at her. Check us out on iTunes or look us up online by going to hatepodcast.com. I hope you like it, because I sure know Janine doesn't.